0: I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, November 10th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes.
1: Okay, so JBookies.com, they looked at how much it would cost for a fan from Toronto to attend one Canadian game at the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. And their estimate is that it would cost $3,664.59 which includes flight, hotel, and the game ticket to attend one game.
0: Jay, I think it's worth it? I mean, I'm ashamed to say this. Like, it actually seems kind of like a steal. Let me describe why. I've been to a Super Bowl game. Yeah. Right? In this case, I did care about it. It was the Patriots. But a Super Bowl game, tickets easily run a $1,000. So, like, take that, and then you're like, oh, getting to actually somewhere really far away, somewhere expensive. I'm not sure 3,600 bucks is that expensive to go. I also do not believe that that's how much it would cost. It would cost a lot more, but.
1: Well, yeah, I know. I think there's a few things here, which is one, they're using just the standard ticket price. So it's $68. That's like the standard ticket price. I'm not even sure if you can get those tickets anymore. But the second thing is that I think they only like are calculating for one night, a one night stay. And that one night, is a $1,000. It's $1,000 a night per their calculation. So I'm not really sure. I agree with you. I'm not sure this is the most accurate estimate for how much it might cost to go watch a Canada game in Qatar. But I definitely, if it's going to be more than that, if it's like five, six grand, it is not worth it. And that's probably where you'd end up.
0: Right. I think it would be more than that, but it would be an unbelievable experience. And if someone does want to spend that and go, I will suggest we would like to talk to them on this podcast because it would be cool.
1: Yeah, our Qatar correspondent.
0: But he's got to get him real quick, because he's only going to be there for one day. Or she. Yeah. Brett, aside from World Cup's game that you actually said you were going to go to, but now apparently you're not. I know. What do we have for (laughs) Big Pals today?
1: What can I say? It's too pricey, Jay. For our first story, more alcohol-free drink options are coming your way. For our second story, blind dating is a trend. And for our
0: last story, more meta layoffs. For our first story, once upon a time, non-drinkers had the choice of pop, water, or really nothing when they go out. That's no longer the case as companies look to create endless options for booze-free booze. Brett, do we need more non-alcoholic beverages? Well, certainly
1: brewing, brewing beverage. Beverage giant Keurig and Dr. Pepper, you can see why I got confused there, Jay. They definitely think we need more non-alcoholic beverages. They invested $50 million for a minority stake in athletic brewing, a leader in the booming non-alcoholic craft beer market.
0: Non-alcoholic drinks did $331 million in sales in North America last year. A megacorp like Keurig getting into the action is a sign that this isn't a short-term trend.
1: By the way, Jim, maybe I'm just naive, but I had no idea that Keurig and Dr. Pepper were the same company. It's That's mind-blowing in itself. Now, look, this is all happening because as people, in particular Gen Z, grow increasingly health-conscious, they are starting to cut back on booze. 22% of Canadians reported drinking less during the pandemic, per se, Texas, Canada. Now, that number
0: sat at 33% for individuals aged 15 to 29. Beer, with its high carb count and general associations with unhealthiness, has been hard hit with Canadian beer sales declining 7.9% this year compared to last.
1: Now, the non-alcoholic drink market is still relatively untapped in Canada, but it is growing with some brewers expanding into quote-unquote functional beers. These are kind of the cold ones that you drink over a game, but with some health benefits, sounds pretty good to me.
0: (laughs) Sure. A recent report from the Canadian Center on Substance Use detailing the health impacts of regular alcohol consumption could create more non-drinkers opening up the market further.
1: For our second story, picture this, Jay. It's the reality TV show, Love is Blind, a Netflix special, but for your personal life. That to me sounds terrible, but you want to
0: talk to the peak pals about how this might work? Sure. While traditional dating apps encourage you to swipe through potential matches, mainly based on looks and whether they're posing with a giant fish, some daters are turning to blind dating apps to make more meaningful connections.
1: That's a rural Ontario special, Jay. You're out there on Tinder. Everyone's got a big fish in their profile pics. So blindly hosts three-minute blurred video calls between users who match each other's criteria, and as time goes on, users can gradually unblur the video image. This sounds a lot like what was the app called in Ted Lasso?
0: Yes, we'll look it up. We'll get to you by the end of the show.
1: But this was at the same premise.
0: Yeah, totally. Maybe they got the idea from Ted Lasso. Maybe Netflix or not Netflix, but Apple TV is going to take a cut of that one. And S'more, the UK's fastest-growing dating app, offers ways to hyper-personalize profiles and hides photos until users have sent at least. 15 messages back and forth.
1: Now, here's why it matters. Blind dating apps claim to offer more authentic connections, something very much in vogue with younger users. You can see that with Be Real, which is blowing up right now. Since the novelty of seeing good looking people on the internet is wearing off, they're really interested in
0: getting to know people. One dater told The Guardian Usually you think, oh, they're really good looking, but when you start talking, the chat's actually not that good.
1: Happens to me. I don't, know. I don't even think like that anymore, Jay, <laughs> but blind dating apps come with pitfalls too and are any of us emotionally prepared to be ghosted after a nice chat once our photos are revealed? That would be terrifying.
0: It'd be hard. It'd be good news for Virgin Radio in the morning. But to zoom out, Tinder has also moved to add a blind chat feature based on preferences and compatibility. It's almost as if looks aren't the only thing that matter these days. And Brett, I shook my head. It's banter. That's the app and Ted Lasso.
1: Banter. Yeah. Thank you for pulling that up,
0: Jay. You got it. You got it. For our third story, the big tech carnage continued as Meta laid off 13% of its workforce, which is about 11,000 workers and the largest staff reduction in the tech industry this year.
1: Staff across the business were touched by the layoffs, but its customer support and recruiting teams, which have been especially hard hit, were impacted the most.
0: As revenue shot up during the pandemic, a trend that did not continue once people started to spend less time online, meta hit the job boards for a hiring spree.
1: Now, competition from TikTok, an advertising slowdown, and billions sunk into chasing Mark Zuckerberg's white whale, which is the metaverse, also contributed to -to back-to-back quarterly revenue declines.
0: This is what Zuckerberg told employees during the layoff announcement. Unfortunately, this did not play out the way I expected. I got this wrong and I take responsibility for that. Now
1: to zoom out once again, Jay, these factors are not exclusive to Meta. Big tech has been shedding workers like a Christmas tree in February as companies realize their payrolls are too bloated.
0: And Brett, here's why it matters. The big tech bloodletting might be less of an industry-wide retrenchment and actually more of a reshuffling that could serve as a talent surge for smaller companies.
1: Now, it's difficult for smaller companies to compete in hiring as they can't offer the same salaries and benefits and often have to entice top talent with things like flexibility.
0: With plenty of highly talented pros now shopping their CVs, tech companies less affected by the headwinds hitting major players could swoop in and provide them new homes. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review.
1: And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode.
0: Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. Have a good week.